And I appreciate you coming in, Alejandro. This will be a weird. This will be a weird podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm glad. I think it needed to be done, though. I've been excited to have you in for a long time, mm -hmm. but for today specifically, because of all of the hype and everything surrounding the Corona mm -hmm. virus, if I'm even saying that right, mm -hmm. um, I want to see if we can talk about that specifically. Clear some of the air that it's happening. Uh, uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, hopefully, we can keep this interesting enough so people really like get a good grasp on, uh, gra grasp on it and uh, that kind of clears the air and a lot of like the gossip and things that are going around. Let's start with that. <clears throat> so in the past 48 hours, mm -hmm. here's what's happened. I've had people who've contacted me who said, hey, this Corona thing, it's already passed. It's no big deal. It was just a flu. That's why we were all so sick in October, November, December. Then on the flip side, I've had people contacted, contact me saying pilots are about to get together and stop flying. Mm -hmm. This is going to be something huge. Um, I've also had been mildly accused of people who work in Nosar are hiding this because we're scared of people dumbing down tourism, which is, yeah. uh, which all of this is absurd. Um, I don't have any clue what's going on. So I want to defer to you. There seems to be a lot of hype and kind of hysteria that's starting to spin. So could you help us understand really what's going on? So the first thing people need to understand is the coronavirus is not some new uh, genetically modified, you know, government based uh, microorganism led to diminish the amount of people in the world. Saying that in Nosara, I'm probably going to get crucified and um, there's going to be 78 links to different, uh, um, you know, uh, web pages stating yeah, the contrary. Social media is going to exactly. light up after this podcast, I think. <clears throat> but uh, coronavirus has been around for a long time. They typically cause flu, area, seasonal flus, but there's one specific strand that usually affects animals that it's now affecting people. So the main problem behind all of this is humans have no immunity at all to this. And whenever the flu virus um, mutates, you still have some sort of immunity. Now, why people are so scared is it could have definitely affect and it's been affecting at risk populations, uh, old people. Uh, newborn babies in monocompromised patients like cancer patients or AIDS patients, uh, people that are not um, nutritionally uh, adept to what's happening. And those are the people that, in theory, have been having the, the most amount of problems around the world. I heard respiratory uh, issues is a significant problem. That's one of like the, um, the symptoms that, it, yeah. that it's okay. going to cause. But also, if you have pulmonary obstruct, uh, obstructive, uh, chronic pulmonary obstructive disease, then you're going to be more um, biased to be affected by it. And eventually, that affection can lead to death. So I have asthma. Should I be extra concerned because I have asthma? You could be, but uh, you seem pretty healthy. Um, if you you know, you're eating healthy, doing exercise, um, you're probably just going to ride it out as a, a flu would, 
Okay, might definitely put you in bed for a while, but that's kind of like what the the whole thing is going to happen. You're going to be down. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't over affect you because it's going to be aggressive. But eventually, hopefully, it just uh, uh, winds off. Okay. Um, the one of the biggest problems is when this hits. At-risk populations, not only elderly or newborn babies or immunocompromised patients, but also when it hits poor areas where hygiene is difficult and there can be some um, immunocompromised patients due to lack of food or malnutrition like slums in Brazil or India or really poor parts of Central America where it's going to spread like fire. And it can really affect a large part of the population. What about medical care? Because uh, a, a friend, a very well-intentioned <laughs> friend who's very educated, he's been sending over information that says people in areas that have high levels of medical care mm -hmm. will be okay. They'll have some sort of vaccine. But areas like Nosara that does not have high-level medical care is highly susceptible and could lead to lots of death. Is that true in your opinion? I would say it's uh, partially true, but really not that accurate. Okay, if this spreads like like in the movies, you see it spread in you know a, a, a world pandemic that is going to reach the White House in twenty four or forty eight hours. No medical system is going to be able to support that. Not the U.S., not Italy, not Spain. Like. China had to build a hospital in 10 days. They had to close down factories. Uh, there's a worldwide lack of surgical masks and N95 uh, respiratory masks. So <clears throat> nothing uh, can prepare a country or the world for any of this. Even though everybody, uh, everybody's trying. Every health system in the world is trying to do as much as they can with what they have. Uh, hospitals have a limited capacity here in in Costa Rica, in the U.S., in Panama, anywhere. There's going to be a limited capacity. Uh, the main thing, the best thing, and the cheapest thing, and the one of the most effective things that can be done is prevention. Okay, so talk us through that. Prevention is learning to cough and sneeze properly, covering your mouth with your uh, forearm, making sure you're washing your hands permanently. If you touch your nose, if you touch your mouth, if you sneeze, you need to wash your hands. Using a Kleenex and having a Kleenex in your um, in your pocket, that's just an awesome breeding ground for bacteria and you're going to get recontaminated several times. Okay. So if you, if you use a Kleenex, you just use it once and then wash your hands. Antibacterial soap and water washing for 30 seconds is the most effective thing you can do. Cleaning surfaces with uh, disinfectant or um, chloride. Mm -hmm. Also another uh, great thing to do, especially doorknobs, cells, uh, remote control, something that it's passed around. Okay, because somebody comes in, uh, touches your doorknob, uh, they just touch their nose. So try to do constantly. And it stays alive. Apparently for around nine hours. Okay. Okay, and especially, uh, and they say that... Uh, over, I believe it was uh, 30, uh, 34 degrees, it dies, but this is not really all conclusive. 
the cheapest and best way to manage this is personal hygiene and learning how to uh, uh, manage um, secretions. So basic hygiene is the best prevention. Now, what about going to say yoga classes or going to your surf lessons or that type of thing? What's your opinion on that? This is going to pass as, you know, a uh, uh, viral gastroenteritis, uh, gastroenteritis virus will pass or I didn't the normal what that meant. flu. Like when you have diarrhea, you went to a yoga class, you shook hands with somebody that uh, isn't that uh, didn't wash his hands after going to the bathroom and then you eat something and you didn't wash your hands before that. That's how that passes. Flu passes the same way. So it's the same prevention. I think if we all up our hygiene game, we're not only going to prevent coronavirus, but all other uh, viruses as well. Okay, so like martial arts classes happening right now, mm -hmm. would you recommend that those get canceled for a couple of weeks or a couple of months or just everyone up your hygiene? Everyone up the hygiene would be the best thing. The other uh, canceling uh, congregations of people, it's only going to bring panic and it's not necessary yet. Measurement, the, the measures uh, took in China or Italy are going to prevent a further spread of uh, large amounts of people uh, getting contaminated. But as it's traveling around the world and it's more um, efficient to fly now and move around in uh, different places, um, they cannot control everybody. But if everybody was uh, conscious enough to just wash their hands often, cough properly, it would definitely be contained. So I that's cheapest and best way of preventing any type of virus um, outbreak and transmission. Is there any type <laughs> of medicine or preventative type uh, of, of fluid or injections or anything that you recommend people start doing right now? If you get the flu shot, or uh, you're not going to be... Um, effective against coronavirus. You're going to be um, having the possibility of a higher level of immunity against that specific flu strand that usually lasts around six months, that sort of immunity. So at the moment, and just talking specifically about coronavirus, hygiene and properly managing your secretions is the best way to go. Some myths are that it can be sent through the mail uh, or that, uh, you know, we're all going to something bad's going to happen in Osara and that people are keeping it quiet. It hasn't. Uh, health authorities that have been in communication with hotels. Uh, what happens if you're a hotel owner and you get uh, guess that it's coming from the Wuhan province in China and is kind of like sneezing and coughing when they get to front desk. Okay. Hopefully your hotel has already some sort of protocol and they have talked about this in order to be able to uh, call a medical professional. Okay. With hopefully some suspicion attached to it. Like, oh, uh, you know, they asked the guest when he came in, where have, uh, where is he from or where has he been traveling the last month? And they say the Wuhan province and I'm not feeling well, etc. 
the the process is going to be to contact either the um, government um, entities like the local advice, the local clinic, one of the uh, doctors in town, and then he needs to raise the alarm to health ministry. Okay. And hopefully either the hotel or we are able to provide an N95 mask. The N95 mask is a specific type of mask that prevents uh, the person from, let's say, transmitting the virus through um, saliva or the nose. You know, if they sneeze, the N95 is going to help prevent this. And they need to be in isolation. Health ministry is going to come once it's reported. They have more or less 24 hours to come down here. They're going to check the person. They're going to take a swab and they're going to take it back to Nicoya Hospital. In Nicoya Hospital, they're going to run um, a test that it's going to say if they have a certain amount of viruses or bacteria. If one of those is positive, then it rules out coronavirus. Okay. If all of them are negative, they're going to send that sample to San Jose. And that's going to be analyzed by our, by our national lab that has the reactants and the possibility of checking for coronavirus. And the candidate should basically be quarantined in the meantime. He needs to be isolated. It's not quarantine yet. It's isolation. Okay. Pardon my vernacular. No, no, but it's okay. I mean, quarantine is more uh, a sterile environment uh, or just completely um, away from everybody else. Okay. Um, so quarantine actually means separating a person or group of people who have been exposed to a contagious disease but have not developed illness from others who have not been exposed. Okay, so at this moment, let's say that person is going to remain in their room. In isolation, let's say. At first, when that's confirmed, then it's quarantined. And depending on how that person is doing, he might be transferred to Nicoya Hospital or one of the private hospitals that are able to manage this properly. That person cannot say that they're going to leave the country or they're going to leave the hotel because then, because this is a matter of national uh, health. Police can come and actually escort that person where that person is. Okay, I have a question. So let's say you have a family of four. Mm -hmm. One of the children is exhibiting signs of this. Is it best for that family just to stay at their house, don't go anywhere? Exactly. Okay, it just, just hold <laughs> tight. Yeah, and hopefully the person that is showing the symptoms is going to remain in one room by itself. Uh, by itself okay but even if it does go through that family keep the family away exactly. from the public person and even the parents if they have let's say it's a kid and they have working parents uh the government's gonna issue the equivalent of an incapacidad or like let's say uh, uh sick leave for the parents to stay there while they do some of the testing it sounds to me like what we're we should be preparing for is uh, flu. Exactly. Essentially, that comes through. Uh -huh. It might be uh, a little bit heavier, but in theory, if you're healthy, you'd be able to go through this. Just lots of liquids. Exactly. Still, that doesn't mean 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the example of dengue, where like people are like, oh, I have dengue. There's nothing I need to do. I'm just gonna rest it out. Um, you still need to be able to notify this. This is uh, a public health concern. Coronavirus is a health uh, uh, health uh, public health concern, and it needs to be notified and hopefully controlled. Okay, uh, to prevent deaths or complications and also to prevent it from spreading around like wildfire okay is it the time for families to start just eating at home doing their exercise at home and just going to the beach and back if they surf or should people continue their lives as normal right now so far i think continuing their lives as uh normal is what's the in, the indication here? Okay. I don't see any change, uh, any need for a change of lifestyle except hyping up hygiene, proper secretion, bodily secretion management, and washing washing your hands. I mean, that's the only thing that definitely you should be doing: changing in your lifestyle. For little kids who don't eat their vegetables and don't take their vitamins, <laughs> what? What would you recommend doing in that case scenario? Uh, threaten them with uh, coronavirus <laughs> until they eat their vegetables. No, I mean, um, it's it's always going to be a, a difficult situation. So uh, I wouldn't know what to recommend in that aspect. Hopefully, at least the immune system of that kid is really good. So basically, people with autoimmune disorders... Those are a little bit at risk. Yeah, that's usually, uh, especially if they compromise uh, your uh, in uh, your immune system. At what point should people stop going to the restaurants and going to the public classes and and that sort of thing? I think health authorities are going to be the ones that are going to be indicating or uh, limiting uh, this type of uh, behaviors. Okay. I don't think it's something that uh, at this moment, there's no indication of that whatsoever. There's uh, eventually going to be cases as it was with uh, A1H1, uh, SARS, MERS, and, you know, all the other different viruses that have mutated. Someone sent me that a graph today of everything that's come through since 2003, I think it was, Mm -hmm. then... SARS and dengue, then mm-hmm. swine flu and exactly. Zika, A1H1, d- d- exactly all of them. So, do you feel this is a, just another per, another one to the list that's going to come and go, or is this the pandemic that we're all so scared of that will decimate the population? I don't think it's going to be that pandemic, but we'll need to wait and see. Um, there's been. In recorded history, uh, several cases of uh, different diseases going through the world and causing decimation of the population. Um, I think our systems are better now and hopefully able to prevent this. Uh, So that horrible movie pandemia is going to be it's going to be difficult that it happens. This has the potential uh, of getting into a pandemic that hopefully doesn't decimate the population. And it's just as A1H1 back a few years, 
it started and it moved around. Eventually, we had cases in Costa Rica and eventually, like, pretty much every country had cases. But did it affect you? Do you remember not being able to, like, go out or, uh, you know, you had to stay home? Did it change your vacation plans? Maybe. But, you know, it's not um, a matter of uh, panicking at this So you moment. seem, at the moment, pause. Let's see how this thing goes. Live your life. Improve mm -hmm. your sanitary conditions mm -hmm. and make preparations, but don't panic. Yep. Th that seems to be your message exactly. right now. And also be prepared. Have your staff or your uh, uh, the people you work with know what can happen, and you know just uh, make sure there's antibacterial. So make sure you have hopefully a small stock of N95 um, masks. Um, have a little uh, malice on people coming in from other countries. Um, you know, ask him a few non-threatening questions like, where are you coming from? Have you gone anywhere in the last uh, month? Oh, and you might just get a little bit of a better sense and help prevent a case coming into Nosara that it just, you know, starts here. Now, if you have a trip planned for, say, April or May, Mm -hmm. Would you go ahead and cancel that trip right now? Or would you say go on the trip? A bit of a, a personal decision. Personally, and this is uh, completely pers personally, uh, I would definitely not travel to Asia or maybe Europe at the moment. Okay. So if somebody's just visiting <laughs> Costa Rica to go home back to the States to mm -hmm. see family or to go visit a city or something. I wouldn't see any problems with that. Okay. I would definitely travel with my antibacterial soap, my antibacterial white piece. <clears throat> um, I would definitely try to stay away from touching a lot of like the handles. And if I touch anything, be really aware to then wash your hands before eating or touching your nose or your face. On planes, would you recommend wearing masks as you travel? I don't think that's gonna that's necessary at the moment. Now, I'm going to ask you a little more serious question. If people have the ability to get out of Nosara to go back to wherever they're from, where there's higher level hospitals, would you recommend them doing that? Or would you say stay put in here in Nosara and just see what happens? In case there's an outbreak. Like right now, assuming there's no outbreak as a preventative measure, is it a good idea for people to get back and fly to a major city Okay, I, and I usually uh, tell this to some of my patients. Like, if you feel like it's going to give you peace of mind and that's what's definitely going to make you feel better, do it. But I don't see the necessity. Like, um, I'm originally from San Jose and I don't feel the necessity to go to San Jose just because there's bigger and private and public hospitals there or there's more doctors or, you know, it's easier to get certain supplies. I wouldn't, I don't feel the need and I don't think it's necessary medically and personally for my peace of mind to go to San Jose and, you know, try to prevent. Actually, going to major population places is what's, if it, if it gets bad, what's going to be um, <clears throat> uh, the indication to avoid, like they're, they've done in China and certain uh, regions and they have done in Italy, like avoid congregations large uh, uh, groups of people, concerts are being canceled, um, 
congresses and different stuff has been canceled to avoid large groups of people. And if you go to your city and it's a major city, bigger than Osara, I think you have a higher possibility of getting uh, a virus of any kind. No, it's all very helpful information. What else should people know about pertaining to this? To wash your hands. Wash your hands. <laughs> Disinfect surfaces. Uh, if you have a family member or a person staying in one your hotel, one of your rental homes, uh, you know, try to. And there, there's a, a potential uh, case. You know, them flying home is only going to make it worse. You know, just, I think, trust the local resources, trust the health ministry because they're working hard and, you know, they're pretty efficient at what, what they do. Our health system keeps being at a, at a good level, <clears throat> international-wise and national-wise. And uh, if you're going to read information, please refer to proper sites, CDC, uh, World Health Organization, uh, Health Ministry in Costa Rica. Those are the places you should be getting your information. Not from different places in the internet, from your neighbor, from your uh, favorite conspiracy theorist. Try to go to official um, government, hopefully entity uh, organizations or uh, non-profits that are going to give you, I think, uh, trusted information. There seems to be a lot of, I don't even know what the term is. There's a lot of confusion. Like just, just today alone, <laughs> I've probably had at least 10 different mm -hmm. graphs and things sent to me. Um, some saying, hey, this is much bigger. People are hiding it because of the money and they're mm -hmm. keeping it. And then I've also seen the exact opposite, saying this is being overblown to adjust the market and the election in the U.S. I, I, I've, I literally have seen everything from across the board. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I want to thank you for coming in and talking to us, because it's nice to have a voice of reason. Mm -hmm. And it is easy to think yourself into a panic. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's it's news. So news, it's going to be news all over. There's uh, people dying, so that's going to create chaos, confusion, uh, panic, more news. Uh, so you and, and everybody's going to find what they're looking for in terms of uh, if you want to look at a conspiracy, go, you're going to look at a conspiracy. I think um, the science... Behind this is pretty solid. Um, in regards of virus transmission, it's super basic and uh, it's really easy and cheap to do. Um, I've it also had like super weird questions about this, and uh, but you know, it's just kind of fun. I think the only really good thing to this is the amount of. Um, or the decreased amount of contamination that there's uh, been uh, globally with, you know, China, a lot of regions of China stopping and Italy stopping and that sort of thing. I think that's the only uh, good side to all of this. It seems like the mortality <coughs> rate is a lot lower than what people are thinking. People are thinking that this is a virus. It doesn't seem like this is taking out 
a 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 year old even. It seems like it's mm-hmm. taking out elderly who have mm-hmm. problems or very, very young who have problems. Yep. Is that accurate? That's accurate. The mortality rate was adjusted to like a 3.6. Uh, so that means that out of like the cases that you have, 3.6 are going to have uh, potential uh, be mortal cases. How does that compare to say just a standard bad flu? The influenza takes more lives per year than uh, this has already taken in, you know, in, in this amount of time. That's a big point. Yeah. And um, I mean, antibiotic resistance could be even like a bigger problem than this. You're, if, it, if it keeps going how it is, eventually you're going to die if you get a UTI or a, a bad uh, uh, toe infection. Because the antibiotic resistance is just going to turn into necrotic gangrena, uh, sepsis, and die. You're um, saying that's pertaining to corona or just in general? In general. I mean, there's there's going to be um, some other health risks and situations that are going to be worse than this so far. Uh, so I think don't panic. Increase your hygiene um, culture and... Uh, Trusting the authorities and reading proper material are going to be like the best things you can do. Okay. Um, would you be willing to come back in a couple of weeks if the situation changes significantly to help us with an update? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I really appreciate having you on and we'll get you back for like your normal podcast at some point in time because <laughs> I'm excited about that. I want to talk mm-hmm. a lot about your music uh-huh. uh, and your background that most people don't know about. At some we'll point in time. One. But for we'll right do. now, we'll keep talking about Corona. We're going to be posting some of these really easy to see and read infographics on, on our Paradise uh, um, social media. And if anybody has any questions, more than welcome to give me a call or go by the office or call any of the other health professionals and just, you know, reach out and ask the questions and let's... You know, it's going to help prevent fake messages and alarms out in the community. I think people are going to take you up on that. Well, thanks a lot, man. I hope uh, this uh, helps and thanks for taking out the time. And- Big shout out to Paradise Medical. You guys have done, jeez, oh, for all of my family. I think Kai, Kai is the only one who doesn't get hurt all that much. <laughs> but <laughs> my daughter, all the rest of us, though, yeah. thank you. We really yeah, appreciate yeah. it. I'm glad. Thanks, uh, man. And you're more than welcome. And uh, appreciate this. Let's hope it stays in zero. Vamos a ver. Mm-hmm.